Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, indeed. Welcome in to this Tiger tailgate and pre, or excuse me, the season opener yes. for the LSU Tigers against yes, Georgia Southern. Herb Tyler, my man, next to me. We are yes. on the campus of LSU for tonight's opener between LSU and Georgia Southern. Herb, how you been? It's been a long off season, man. Oh, man, great, K-Dog. Everything is going well. The wife and I are doing some uh, extravagant things right now, looking for a new house, so we're having some fun with that. Um, the baby boy has graduated from Stanford. Nice. He's no longer a student, and he's on his own. Fly, baby, fly. <laughs> okay? So we're good with that, and our daughter is in a sophomore year at Georgia Tech, so she's getting cranking over there, so... We, 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 we living good, man, flying high and having a good time, brother. Also a big day as the Saints try to trim their roster down to 53 players. A couple of names that are already being released that we've confirmed is a surprise a little bit of safety Chris Banjo. Their special teams stud mm-hmm. is being released. He was due $1.8 million this season, along with uh, undrafted rookie free agent, defensive end slash linebacker Porter Gustin. I know Bobby Hebert is going to be beside himself. He <laughs> thinks of uh, Porter Gustin as – Magic Mike, and also a Ziggy Hood being released along the defensive line. And let me tell you, that's a good sign for Shy Tuttle that they're releasing Ziggy Hood. Right. Shy Tuttle, the undrafted rookie uh, defensive, defensive lineman out of Tennessee. Yep. Uh, he's had a pretty good camp, so that's a good sign for him. We'll keep you updated on those uh, releases and those roster cuts throughout today's program here on the Tiger Tailgating Show. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Our WWL Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll online at WWL.com. How long do you think Georgia Southern will hang with this LSU football team? And the reason why you can ask that is because this is a triple option offense that Georgia Southern's bringing in here, and they're going to be problematic. This is not going to be a simple task for LSU's defense, Herb. No, it, it, it won't be simple. However, once they figure it out and they stay disciplined, guess what? We can put it into it early. Um, I, think, I think Georgia Southern is going to come in, and, and they, they're going to – they're going to do what they think they can do, right? They're going to try to run the ball down our throat. They're going to try to play keep away with the football, make sure that they pitch on time and things of that nature. But our speed, our overall talent on defense, um, I think our scheme will also dictate how, how long it is going to last. I think it's going to last about a, a, maybe six, eight minutes. A quarter, quarter and a <laughs> half, it. I think that that's about where, if, if I'm being honest, I think that's where they're going to be able to hang. No? Personally, I think a little less than that. Okay. I, these guys have been chomping at the bit to get out there on the field and play against somebody from a different uniform, different color. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it's just it's time, man. Like I told you a little bit earlier, our team is ascending to a great place, and this is where it starts. Georgia Southern tonight, certainly a, a very good team. And, and, look, they led the nation last year, and they were plus 22. Right. And uh, takeaway giveaway ratio. And also this is a quarterback in Shea Wirtz that – did not throw an interception. Only college quarterback in the in, in the college football that did not throw an interception. Yeah, well, if if I had the stats in front of me, I'd be able to tell you. But I can tell you, he probably didn't throw too many passes either. Um, but just that, over that's 100. pretty good. Though. Just over 100. There you go. So that's still pretty good. So he's 100 passes without an interception is really good. But this kid is lightning fast. He's um he's got a really knack for uh, running the, the triple option. Um, I mean, he, he does a great job at the mesh point with him and the fullback. I mean, it's awesome. So some of the things that you're going to see is you're going to see some of the Tiger players are going to be a little bit confused. Uh, they won't know who has the ball, whether running back, quarterback, or or, or, or somebody going to, you know around on a 
uh, uh, end around, if you will, or reverse of some sort. So you don't, you don't, you won't know. But it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be ex- exciting to watch. I think, I think everybody's just really truly excited about this Tiger uh, football team this year, um, from the media on down to the fans. But the people who are truly excited are the guys that's in the locker room, and I think they're going to come out and make a statement today. What's the assignment for the defense? What's what's how does is it, is it tackle the the dive first? Is that the first thing you, you make sure you secure on defense? Absolutely, absolutely. You you take away the dive first. Now you got a couple different options the way that you do that depends on what, you know how how the offensive formation is. But generally, you want the linebacker to come in and and meet that uh, that 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 quarterback uh, fullback dive mesh point and blow that up. So if you can do that, or the defensive lineman can push back the offensive lineman, then because the option game is played at the line of scrimmage. So if you can move the defense, the offensive line backwards, then you can disrupt the whole situation. However, if not, then what you do is you take your middle linebacker and you, and you destroy that, that, that dive guy, and then you have a defensive end or outside linebacker that's coming in and taking the quarterback, and then either outside linebacker or, and or um, a defensive back that's coming downhill to take, off, uh, take the pitch away from the quarterback. And you got to be disciplined. You got to do that every play. So you got to, the moment you make a mistake, they're going to expose you because those guys are good. This is what they do. So if you can do that and stay disciplined and stay, stay, stay uh, uh, on on point when it comes to your assignments, I think we'll be fine. Triple option teams are known for their patience, yep. and if you don't match that patience on defense, they can make make life pretty hard on you. And they're, they're waiting on you to make to make the mistake. They're going to keep running, keep running it, keep running it. Yep. You're going to get indisciplined, and that's when they're going to pop one. Yep. And, and it's, look, I'm, I'm going to take it on a little bit lower level, but just as great as a team, John Curtis, this is what they do all year long. I mean, they don't change anything. Even when they had um, – um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but um, – Danny Wimpron? No, what's the running back that went to USC? Uh, uh, McKnight. McKnight, Joe McKnight. They could have threw the ball at Joe McKnight. 20 times right if they want to out of the backfield but they didn't they dive in the ball with him and guess what they just they pop it and they get loose and it's, it's touchdown after touchdown because they stick with it they don't they don't waver from what they do best and then the offensive lineman they push the they push defense away you know off the ball off the line of scrimmage so tiger tailgating here on the steps uh or steps away from tiger stadium on the campus of lsu phone lines are open at 504-260-1870 herb and christian here on wwl getting you set for lsu and georgia southern in the season opener tonight for the LSU Tigers. Also, roster cut down day. The Saints have to be down to 53 players by 3 p.m. this afternoon, about an hour and a half away. Here's the cuts so far as we understand, as, as we know them. Safety and special teams stud Chris Banjo has been released, along with linebacker Porter Gustin, defensive tackle Ziggy Hood, wide receiver Traven Doral, wide receiver Cyril Grayson, along with fellow wide receiver Simi Cobbs. Linebacker Drew Lewis has been released as well. Fullback Shane Smith, cornerback Kayvon Webster, along with running back Kerwin Williams, defensive end Geno Grissom, running back Jaquiz Rogers, tight end A.J. Derby, guard Ryan Groy, offensive lineman Faseo Awalaje, and Corbin Kafusi at defensive end, along with linebacker Darnell Sankey. Will Compton, linebackers Will Compton, Josh Martin, and Colton Jumper have all been put on injured reserve. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. And Herb, while we're hearing so much about this new Intermediate passing game for LSU with, with Joe uh, Brady coming to town as the passing game coordinator. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear, all right, in this first game, yep. because you have Texas next week, you're not going to see the full thing. You're just not. You're not going to see the whole, uh, the whole playbook just because they don't want to put anything on film against Texas or right. for Texas to see right. in this game against Georgia Southern. Yeah, I mean, you, here's the thing. I, I've always been a proponent for just letting it all fly, right, and not, and not really – holding anything back but i understand the the 
the reality of doing that, right? So you want you want to play a good, crisp, clean game, show a little bit of things because you want to see what your offense can do based upon what you've been practicing, right, throughout the, the, the whole offseason and the camp. The problem that I have with that is um, um, I, I just – I really truly think that whenever you get to the point of playing the Texas and things like that, now you have to turn it on. And, you, and who can actually just turn it on? I think that you lead your way into that game. Um, and, and, and I, you know, what I see, I see Joe Burrow really having a good night tonight. I think he throws the ball about 17 or 18 times tonight. Um, I think out of those 17 or 18 times, he'll have 14, 13, 14 completions for 200-something yards for maybe three touchdowns. And I think that we're going to try to see what those younger running backs can do as well. We want to see how our offensive line can mesh together um, moving forward, starting now. Um, see if we can open some holes up. And I think that um, that's important. I, I really do. I think that the running game is going to be important because if we don't sustain that, if we don't create that, then it's going to be too much pressure on Joe Burrow to be able to throw the ball 40 times a game, right? We don't want that. We want him to be able to, I think he should throw the ball no more than 23, 25 times a game in completing 20 of those passes. And then that, that should get him well over 250 yards passing and well over three to four touchdowns passes a game. If you juxtapose last year's expectations and the, and the hype or lack of hype, the doubt really around this program last year at this time yep. compared to this year where yep. they're, they're favored. They're going to be favored in all but one game this year, and that's against Alabama. Right. It just goes to show you how nationally the narrative could be this is, this is a team that could end up making a playoff run. Well, you know, you know, the weird thing about that, you know, I've already gone on record already and stated that yep. the LSU Tigers will defeat uh, Alabama Crimson, Crimson Tide this year, period. And I'm not wavering from that, and I'm going to stay on that. With that being said. You're also the guy that said that they were going to beat Miami and beat them beat They went in there and they, to, they tore them up. I'm telling you. I already know. So, with that being said, you have to start. This is where we start to beat Alabama right now, this game. This is, you know, it's not practice. It's a real game against a formidable opponent, but you have to be able to show that you can do the things that you want to do to be successful throughout the year, and it starts here today. LSU, of course, number sixth in the country, and as their favorite, if they're favored in 11 out of those 12 games, and if the prognosticators are right, that would put them at an 11-1 record against Alabama, and the only loss being Alabama, who's right. expected to finish in the top two. So that I think that's a, that's a playoff resume. If they finish 11-1, they should be one of the final four teams in the country. I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, I can understand it, if you will, because you, you would be technically a third team to come out of the SEC. Um, and then, you know, you got you got a Big Ten, you got to have a Big 12 team, and uh, and maybe – and then, you know, Who would be the third the, team? The, the, the ACC. So it would be one of, the, one of the two championship game teams. Right. So whoever it would be, whether it's Florida, whether it's Tennessee, or, you know, you don't know who it's going to be. Um, but – that, and and that's, the, that's the whole issue about it, and that's what's been the issue. However, I think at the end of the day, with the committee, right, if you look the part, I think they'll put you in. I think, that, I think you know, um, I think if we go out and we show them that we are the team who everybody expects us to be this year, um, and we look like a contender in the championship mode uh, for the, the final four, if you will, Man, I, I don't see why you don't. You, you got you got you got all the the odds that, that are with you, right? You got all the fan support. You got the pageantry of LSU. Um, you got the mystique of LSU. Um, you got Coach O. You got you know you got. You, I mean, you got you got the players. You got the colors, the purple and gold. You got everything that you want 
in, in with the majority of, 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 of college football in a Final Four with Alabama, let's say Alabama, LSU, um, Clemson, and probably Ohio State, somebody like that, right? Yeah. So I think that looks pretty good, LSU versus Ohio State or LSU versus Clemson, you know, in Alabama versus Ohio State or Clemson, whichever one. You can you can answer this question. Nobody's better suited to answer this question. Joe Burrow in his second season as a starter. What was it like? How much more comfortable were you in your second season as a starter at quarterback for the Tigers? For me, it was it was really good because one. So the difference is there's, there's a difference. But I think he'll still be fine. Though. For me, I had the same offensive coordinator. Sure. So I came back with the same offense, same everything. You know, plus I had guys that started with me that continue to play with me throughout the, the remaining three years. Um, I think that the thing that's different with Joe, though, is that he doesn't have the same offense. He doesn't have a different offense coordinator. He just have a different type of offense. It's similar to what they did last year, but it's going to be a little bit different. But what, I, what Joe is, he's just a, a natural, happy-go-lucky, fun guy who enjoys the moment of playing football. So it doesn't matter if you're running a wing tee, a triple option, a uh, run and shoot, a uh, uh, spread offense, whatever. He's going to be the guy that's going to lead us to victory no matter what because he's got that, that drive in him that you just can't measure with a, with, a, with a tape measure, you know. You can't measure any any of what he is and what he does best and what he means to this football team by any in any stretch of the means because the only thing you can do is go in the locker room and ask the guys, hey, man, what do you think about Joe? And you're going to see all the love that pours out. So with that being said, the coaches trust – Every moment that he's here, um, and that goes back to that transfer portal thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Right, we'll get to that. So, but it, the coaches trust him a lot, the players trust him a lot, and the fans really love him, and he's just going to ball out. Players certainly do believe in that guy, that's for sure. Tiger yes. tailgating, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here continues on WWL. Welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show. This exclusive interview with LSU coach Ed Ogeron is brought to you by Rouse's Markets, shop the official grocer of LSU Athletics. I sat down with Coach O earlier in the week. All right, Coach, so uh, game week, Georgia Southern, uh, this Saturday in Death Valley. Glad to be back at it? Oh, we're glad to be back at it. Our guys have worked very hard, and so have our coaches. Just tell me a little bit about Georgia Southern from, as you guys look at it and stopping that triple option offense. Well, plus, they're plus 22 in the turnover ratio. They don't give it up much, and uh, they're phenomenal at taking care of the football. A strong offensive line. You've got to take care of the fullback. They're going to hit the dive. Uh, the quarterback is a tremendous player. He has their offense. He makes it go. He works the triple option very well. Get a good read. You have to have somebody to dive the quarterback at the pitch, and we have to tackle in space at all times. How how do you feel about your offensive line through camp and headed into the regular season? I think they're the most improved group. I really think, especially the tackles. We know that Lloyd Cushenberry and Damien Lewis are very strong at the left. Chase on Hines and Adrian McGee will play at the left tackle. Sadiq Charles has had a tremendous cap. So has uh, Dan Rosenthal. You're going to see him playing a lot. The guy that's the most improved on the defensive line is Bedard Charles, junior college uh, prospect out of Asa Community College in New York. Has had a tremendous cap. How has Calavon Chasson been coming off that knee injury? Fine. He's been fine. He's, uh, he's uh, explosive. Uh, he's good on bands, strong at the point of attack, excellent pass rusher. We put 18 on him. He's a great teammate and a great leader. What's your assessment of uh, Derek Stingley? I know as a, as a freshman, I'm sure you expect him to get tested quite a bit, but uh, he appears. I, I saw in the uh, in the spring scrimmage that uh, man, he, he he's certainly ready for the challenge. Or at least looks that way. Yeah, yeah he, he, he's he's mature for his age. Obviously, and been very well coached by his father uh, coming in here. Corey, great job with him. Uh, the guy's a, a ball hawk. It seems like he's getting a pick every. 
every practice, and he's an outstanding punt returner. Coach, last year at this time, your message to your team was block out the noise, even though some naysayers weren't saying positive things about you guys. Now this year, uh, a lot of positives surrounding your program from yeah. from experts, et cetera. What do you tell them this year opposed to last year? Block out the noise. You know, you expect that at LSU. I mean, that's that's what we want. We want to be we want to be knowing that we want to have high expectations. But you know what? None of that matters. Uh, you got to go out there and play. You got to block and tackle. You got to be hungry. You got to take care of the football. Play LSU football. Uh, we got to have a chip on our shoulder every game that we will. Joe Burrow was outstanding at quarterback for you guys last year. How has he grown, and what's the expectation for him now? Year two, more comfortable in this offense and with this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the ability to change plays in the line of scrimmage, the abilities to to hit the right receivers, go through his route tree. The guy's been phenomenal. Uh, players believe in him. Uh, he's running the ball a lot more. He's scrambling, making plays out of the pocket. And, again, his receivers and, and him uh, have a, a tremendous connection right now. You know, we have a great receiving core just led by Justin Jefferson. Those guys have been tremendous. Talk to me about another freshman running back, uh, John Emery from Destrian High School. I know you got Clyde Edwards Alaire, but how is he going to figure into the rotation at running back? John's dynamic. Uh, so is Tyron. Tyron and, Tyron and John. I'm so glad we got them. They're elite backs. They're different. John's a, John uh, is, is a guy that make you miss. He can run inside the tackles, but boy, I tell you what, he gets on the edge. He has great change of direction, great vision. Tyron Davis can run in between the tackles. He's a big bull with speed. I'm looking forward to seeing those guys play. They're going to play Saturday night. Coach, do you think we'll see uh, or do you expect the tight end to be a little bit more involved this year in the offense? You know, uh, Thaddeus Moss had plenty of the day yesterday. He had, a, he had a big route down the field. He had a great catch. He's had an excellent camp. Step on something as we know as a receiver. We want those guys catching the ball. I do believe that uh, we know we have we have Tory Corner there. We have Jamal Pettigrew and T.K. Clinton. So we're strong at tight end that we weren't going into camp. We will throw the ball to the tight end. Coach, you told me about Georgia Southern's offense. How do you uh, size them up when they're when they're on defense? Now, you know, three, four defense. They don't blitz a lot. Uh, they're strong at the point of attack. Play good technique, good fundamentals. Run to the football, and again, cause a lot of turnovers. Coach, good luck this Saturday in the season opener, and thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go Tigers. LSU coach Ed Ogeron. Also, some news just coming down. The Saints are releasing tight end Dan Arnold. A bit of a surprise. A, a surprise make last year after converted wide receiver out of Wisconsin-Platteville. But in the second season, they have released Dan Arnold. The full list is online for you at www.com. Tiger tailgating continues. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here on WWL. On the campus of LSU, steps away from Tiger Stadium. Former LSU quarterback Herb Tyler, otherwise known, known as Herb Teasy. Off the heezy. Game one, the season opener tonight for the LSU Tigers against Georgia Southern. And next week it's Texas, but first the Tigers got to take care of business. Coach O's message mm-hmm. is very simple. Just like last year, block out the noise, whether whether negative or positive. Don't believe the hype. I like what he said is those those uh, rankings mean nothing until the end of the season. Yeah, I don't like the, the ranking, the high rankings, especially when we don't, you know, we're not there every year. Um, if we, you know, we rank number six, five or four every year. Going into the season, we end up number three, two, or one each year. Then I'm fine with that. I don't like the expectations that other people set for you. Um, if we were 11, 12, it'd be perfect. We could win our way up into the top five, right? Um, I, I think we'll be fine, though. I think Coach O, I think the one thing that Coach O has done since he's taken over 
was he's put a confidence in these guys on the football field that we've never had before. And, and I don't mean that Les Miles wasn't doing it or anybody else. I just mean that when you talk to these guys, they feel really comfortable with what they do as a team, as a unit. They also believe in the system and the philosophies of the coaches. But they, at the most, most importantly of all of it, they believe in one another. And they are their brother's keeper. And that's one of the things that are really, really, truly excellent about what Coach O has instilled in this particular football team as well as this program and everyone around here. I think uh, Coach O was a blessing in disguise, uh, uh, to be honest with you, as a hire. Saints roster cuts as well coming down. Another one, T.J. Green, defensive back, has been released by the New Orleans Saints. And I just want to say this to those that are listening. What you see as the Saints' final roster is not really the final roster. Nope. And it's going to change next week as well. Yep based on numbers, et cetera. So what you see the, the roster shaping up at 3 p.m., it's going to look vastly different five, six, seven, eight days from now. So they, they'll, they'll, they'll constantly churn over those final two or three spots. Herb. I don't worry about Sean Payton and his roster moves. You know why? He's proven over the last ten years that he's, he's a guy that can figure some players out and bring in the best players that's best suited for his team and his system and the things that they do well. I don't have any problems with whatever moves Sean Payton makes. He's one of the best at it. Um, we, we need to sign him to a 20-year deal <laughs> whenever they sign him because um, he's coming this thing. He's done what I think Coach O is doing right now at LSU. He's, uh, he's really um, a, a great football mind. He understands the guy's talent that he brings in. It's crazy. It's a good problem to have when you got to cut good players Think because you're keeping even better players. Think about how fun potentially this fall could be. We talk yes. about the Saints yes. and the success of LSU. And Tulane. And a, and Tulane had a great night the other night, open yes. night. And then to throw in the Pelicans. I mean, you're going to be oh. – you are going to be – there's going to be so much entertainment to be had come October through February. It's going to be unbelievable. It's not only going to be just to have the entertainment. It's going to be fun to watch these people grow, right? So we know what the Saints are going to do. We, I personally, I think they're going to go 13-3, three, and, and, and they're going to scoot on to the Super Bowl. That's what my, my, my prediction is. The Pelicans, we don't know what they're going to do, but we know they got a young, exciting group that can come in and play with anybody. So they, they can go out and they may, they may you know, win 45 games this year. You never know. It may come out to, you know, to fruition. LSU, I think we're going to win 11 games no matter what. I think that's where we are, maybe 12 games. Um, we'll see. Um, and then, you know, Tulane, man, let me tell you something. Tulane last year, uh, Justin McMillan came in. I think he went uh, – what was it? I think it was five or four and one. Four and one. Or something like that last year. So he's um, he's look, he's made a difference on that two-lane team. And I think he's going to make a difference moving forward. I love the coach. I love what they're doing. I love the stadium that they're playing in. I think th that makes a difference for them. They don't have a big empty stadium as a Superdome to play in. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be – if you're in this general uh, southeastern area, uh, Louisiana, if you will, you're, you have a lot of things to look forward to yes, as far as sports this year. Yes, you do. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. It's Tiger Tailgating here on WWLAMFM.com. How long will Georgia Southern hang with LSU tonight? Not the season opener. That's Not our Blue long. Runner Gumbo opinion poll online at WWL.com. Your choices are a quarter, a half, entire game. And as you just heard Herb say, less not long. Quarter. Less than a quarter. Less than a quarter, huh? Look, I'm going all out, baby. This is it. See, and you and I, you and I have done this show now for our third year or second, second year? Second year. And we we sometimes love to agree but also yeah, love to disagree. disagree. Yes, I do. just think that 
I think that offense, that option is going to be problematic for them. What I mean by that is there's going to be something that they're going to have to get on the sidelines and go, all right, we got to adjust to this. We didn't expect this or we didn't see this very right. much. Right. So I think they're going to get creased a couple times. Now, I'm not talking about to the house. I'm talking about just a big gain or two here or there in the right. first quarter. And that's why I think about a quarter, quarter and a half, that's when LSU is ultimately going to go, all right, that's enough. We've, we're done. You're done. And I think you're barking up the right tree, but you're going too high, okay? Okay. You need to come back down. All right. So let's do it like this. Come what down I say the tree? Is, come down the tree a little okay. bit. Let's go ahead and bark around the bushes, not the tree. Okay. All right. So here's where we are with that. You're absolutely correct. They're going to get creased a couple of times, but that's going to be on the first and maybe the second drive. Okay. After that, it's all shut down, downhill from there. Now, they may come back and crease us a little bit when we got the threes and our fours in later on in the game. Right. That, that's something different, though. I, look, I'm telling you. Right now, from all accounts out of out, out of this LSU program, these kids right now they're right now they're trying to get on the field. Yeah, I play. know they're pumped. Right now they're ready, and I think that that adrenaline is going to bring them to a place where we've never seen them play before, especially going into this 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 particular game because not only are they seeing a, a, a different opponent, they're seeing somebody that does something that completely that they don't will never see again this year probably. Um, and now they're going to be really tested on discipline and, and assignment checking, formats, things like that. If you if you're going to be able to if you're going to play the best game you can today, will be the game to play. And you know what's interesting too about this triple option is is as old as the offense is, it still works. It still works. It still works. <laughs> and also, but it's it's unconventional <clears throat> these days. It used to be very conventional. Not a lot of teams run this triple option, so that's no. why it's hard to prepare for. Right? It's hard, but however, Coach O'Seen it. He's played against yeah. it. He's, he's coached against it. He's, he's done all that. It's the same thing with Aranda. The thing about it, like Coach O said, you have to, it's assignment checking and assignment factoring, right? you got to stop the dive. you got to stop the quarterback. you got to stop the pitch. And if it gets beyond the line of scrimmage, you got to make great open field tackles, period. And that's what it's about. However, for, for everything that I know about it, the game of the triple option is played at the line of scrimmage. If we can blow up the point of attack, which is the quarterback, um, um, uh, fullback mesh point and or the, where the offense and the defensive line meet, if we can push them back on offense, then we'll be fine. Also, if you get up by two or three scores, that takes a lot and makes it a lot harder for a triple option team to, to, to ultimately come back. You know, they're, the, they're, they're not structured that way. I don't, I don't think that they're even going to try to come back. Like What I right. mean by that is they're just going to run the triple option. Yep. Yeah. They're not going to try to pass the ball. Right. If they do, it's going to be you know some a couple fakes and whatever and try to do it that way. Jimmy Smith at TigerDetails.com next hour. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on the home of the Tigers, WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 